online courses are for independent learners. No question about that. If you are thinking about the difference between a group coaching program, a one-on-one coaching program, and an online course, then most probably the most outstanding difference between the students of an online course and a one-on-one client or a group coaching client is that online course students love to take control uh, and responsibility over their learning process. They like to design how they uh, acquire, process and uh, assess information and they take their own time um, to, to bounce it back with themselves before they implement it. Whereas a coaching client, uh, be it a uh, one-on-one or a group coaching client, is um, more uh, dependent on the guidance of the coach itself, right? So there you go. This is going to be for those of you who truly believe that an online course is for uh, independent learners and how you can create scenarios, tasks and learning environments so that your course promotes uh, this. You're listening to the Teacher Obvious show where we talk all things creating and running online schools and building digital courses. I'm your host, Ruzanna, so let's get into the juicy parts of tips and tools and mindset shifts about online course creation. Before we dive deep into this episode, let me tell you about my upcoming group program that launches on the 24th of June, and it is designed for coaches and consultants who have gotten to the point where they understand the importance of creating a product, a digital product that leverages their expertise and frees up their time so that they can uh, really hone in on their expertise and still offer the impact and the value that they want. You'll find more information about it in the show notes below. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I'd love for you to uh, join me. So what is it that promotes independent learning scenarios? And what does it really mean to cater to independent learners? And what is independence at all? So independence in learning is taking calculated risks to test out our unique abilities, which means that once we meet a theory, we want to have an opportunity to try it and implement it, right? So to be able to take calculated risks, you need more information, you need more context that allows you to make the right choices. So it's not that you tell your choices as a uh, student, uh, or it's not that you tell your plans and desires, and then the coach tailor makes a solution for you, but it's that you pick and choose 
from among the different uh, choices for solution. And then you are able to, to proceed with your own action plan to implement what you have uh, learned, right? For that to happen, uh, you as an online course creator need to have a clear roadmap, a detailed enough roadmap that is your curriculum and that you clearly communicate on the registration page of the course and the layout, uh, the setup of the whole course promotes this understanding of the detailed roadmap so that your students are able to choose their own routes within uh, the curriculum, within the course or down that road, right? Uh, taking the routes for your students takes courage. So you want to build in motivational uh, tasks or motivational uh, pieces and also you want them uh, to keep want them to be able to achieve um, keeping themselves accountable for their own progress right which means that once you know enough as a student uh, how to take the calculated risk that is uh, learning anything and everything so it means that you are okay and you feel safe being outside your comfort zone because you have the necessary amount of information for that. Once you are okay with the learning process itself and uh, thus you as a course creator first off tell them or teach them how to learn uh, the topic of your course, then your students can move towards taking uh, responsibility for their own progress and it helps them to keep themselves um, their own promises that they have made and that also keeps them accountable. Now that we have understood why we need to create a learning to learn section uh, in our courses, now we can um, tackle what this part of your course needs to have. One would be uh, organizing uh, learning activities, meaning how much time do you think normally would take to go through a unit, how much time it would uh, take them to complete a task or an assignment, what are the minimum requirements that you think would uh, set them up for success or at least successful implementation of the topics that you cover. Also, how much time it takes them overall to, to really... Um, build in all the things that your course teaches to them. So for example, if it's a course with uh, three hours of video and then you have a um, list of tasks that they need to do, then the course most probably would take much longer than the three hours, but at least uh, minimum double the time, right? 
because they need to go through the tasks and they need to know which tasks they can choose and how they can uh, implement that in their own uh, lives, which means that above those uh, course hours, they are going to test it out in their business, in their life, or uh, with their uh, peers, maybe, or uh, clients, depending on the topic of your course. Another thing that is important uh, in this section of learning to learn is that you show them study habits that help them uh, process the information and uh, creating their own study habits and why it is beneficial for them to build study habits. We all know that we succeed if we have consistent action towards one goal, but those consistent um, action steps are backed up with habits, right? And we want our students to succeed, so we want them to understand that those habits set them up for success. Then you want to help them with the planning of uh, the course studies, so to say. So how they can create a plan of action that builds on the habits, right? So once they understand that it's a habit to to sit down and do the, the tasks, or it's a habit to... Um, to uh, listen to the videos or the audios of the course, that means that they can build out their own plan of action for that, right? Another important piece to this learning to learn section of your course is that you want to inspire them to explore the topics outside the course framework. What does it mean? You want to include certain challenges or certain um, tasks that makes your students implement the course topic in their own life and situation. If they feel scared to do it directly in their own lives, then you want to create a group where they can test it out with other group members. And this ties well with uh, the previous episode, uh, episode 24, where I talk about social learning components and why is it important to build a social learning environment for your course. Then another important thing is that peer collaboration and competition because if they are exposed to only the master and the master's knowledge, then they would, uh, would always feel intimidated by making progress, right? So if they have uh, only chance to interact with the course creator who is the authority in the topic, then that would definitely create a washback effect of negative emotions around it that can lead to quitting and not finishing. So you don't want to have dropouts of your course. This is why you want to uh, increase uh, the peer-to-peer interaction, which can be done through collaboration and competition, 
And the best way to do is it's uh, creating project-based tasks or gamifying your course. You have already done it with uh, the social learning uh, environment. If you have listened to that section, I have given some of the tips about it. Another thing is that they understand why quizzes and assessments and tests are important to to um, cover in the course because they get feedback and how they can uh, process the feedback or how they can take the feedback so that it maximizes their uh, performance and uh, results is also a part of the learning to learn section. And obviously, after the whole course, you want them to be able to fully implement it. So create like a uh, an additional step to their business or a branch or a, a process or a tool that they can use on a day-to-day basis, right? This way, if you include a learning to learn your topic section to your course, your students stay motivated, they become confident day by day, and they can reflect on their own progress. So it keeps them accountable and on track with your course. So an independent learner has four main characteristic features. One is that they know that their performance is a progress, so it's not a one-time steal shot during the course. They also know that the results they get are temporary signposts along that progress and it does not mount to the overall progress that they make. It's never a linear upward movement to to grow into something or somebody or to learn something or to master something, but it's always like a cyclical process, and there are um, ups and downs along the way. This is why learning is messy, and this is why learning requires us to be okay outside our uh, comfort zone. The third trait of an independent learner is that they know that uh, they train their willingness first. And what it means is that they are willing to try. They are willing to try as long as they see uh, progress with it. And yes, It's not getting stuck. It's not staying at the same place. It's either decreasing or withdrawing from the uh, process for a short amount of time to recalibrate and move forward or victoriously trotting towards the, the end of the course, right? And they also know that their success comes from bold action and dedication and not perfection. So it can happen that they cannot pass a quiz or they cannot pass an assignment with A+, for example, on Unit 1, but it doesn't necessarily mean that their overall result and most importantly, implementation of the knowledge that they gained in the course will not set them up for success. 
So as a course creator, you need to reinforce all these uh, four characteristic traits in all possible ways to help your students as this is going to build uh, your course into a business that has a very firm foundation and a sustainable model. Should you have any questions, make sure that you pop them below and I'd love to answer them. Thank you for tuning in to the Teacher Obvious podcast that gives tips and tricks to online course creators on how to build a course that their students love. If you know a fellow course creator who seeks to improve course completion rates along with student retention rates, then invite them over. In case you'd add something to this episode, leave a comment, as your feedback is highly appreciated. Do you like what you've just listened to? Then please rate this podcast so that it helps to spread faster. Make sure you subscribe so that you get notified when the new episode drops next Monday.